culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. What's going on, everybody? We have a very special double episode week to this week. Um, I'm really excited because my first guest, uh, he's really fucking funny. I was watching his videos earlier today and just over the past week, and I'm so excited that he's actually going on tour so that you can get to meet him live. I get to experience him live here with me in studio, um, but now you guys will get to go in and pay to see him live. Uh, he's, <laughs> um, you may have recognized him as Sam on the Facebook watch series, Stuff and Sam, or, uh, maybe you, you saw him at the Just for Laughs Festival 2017 last, last year. Um, he is going to be going on a new comedy tour that he's going to be talking to me about. Please welcome Brandon Rogers. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. How are you? I'm, ha- I'm having a great time. I'm happy to be here. I hope this isn't too close to the mic. <laughs> no, they like yeah. you to really deep throat it. Well, oh, William's oh. always pushing it in my face. Oh, well, I wish, you know, if only they could see this, if only <laughs> they could see the magic in this room, uh, these walls could talk. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So before we get started, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Okay. So every guest that comes in has to answer these. All right. Uh, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Ass. Ass. Asshole. Asshole is a word. She, that's one word. That's been, a single word. And I have been called an asshole by, from a very young age. Yeah. Why Why would your mother call you an asshole? I usually was one. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore? It was a fit. Well, she's just not a, like, she doesn't, I don't, I don't live with her anymore. I'm sure she would uh, still call me an asshole. I'm, I, I think I am even worse. I think I'm like downgraded a butthole now. <laughs> I, I'm like a terrible person now. <laughs> You're not terrible. Give me a fun fact though. Okay. It's one thing people would not expect about you. Um, uh, a fun fact. I, I, uh, I can clap with one hand. Mm. Yeah. It's, I, oh, okay. No, that's, that's, he's uh, using his hand. He's not clapping that, with any other body parts. Just one. Just want to preface. And just to prove it, I'll ding my glass with the other. So see clearly talented. two different hands going right there. Is this what we get to see in the, in the live tour? You don't know the tip of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your drink it's, of choice? My drink of choice, um, uh, anything with bourbon in it, mm, or okay. or, mm, uh, or or vodka. I'll just drink vodka by itself. That's different, bourbon and vodka. That's a contrast. not at the same time. Oh. But well, I've yeah. never tried. It. Maybe it's really good. <laughs> you have to mix I, it. A bourbon vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a party. It is a party. I hope. <laughs> okay. Uh, biggest lie you've ever told, and to whom? 
The biggest lie I've ever told. Um, I, I used to go to Catholic school. Mm, so did I. Fun. Oh, yeah. And I think the biggest lie was that I, I told them I was straight mm. with a straight face. And I sold it. I sold it for many years. I was, that's how I became a, an actor. Really? Was, well, uh, not a very good one because <laughs> no See, one was buying it. <laughs> I was always so disappointed that, you know, you read all these stories about the, the priest hitting on, on the students. I was like, but I never got oh, hit on. I was molesting the priest. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, they had to watch out for me. <laughs> um, last question. My favorite question. If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Oh, I don't. I, I definitely Kim, just because I think she's got a, a like a tray on the back of her that I would use when I go out to the clubs. It's like you don't have to ever put your drink down; mm. you just put it on your ass and walk there you around. Go. And just yeah, resourceful. I mean, you could still get roofied, I'm sure, because you're looking the other way. But but uh, <laughs> you know where your drink is, and yeah, that's why I'd be Kim. Are you a Kardashian fan? You know, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm fascinated by them. The way that people are fascinated by sideshows at an amusement, uh, you know, at a circus. But I, I've never, I don't know. It's like you don't go home thinking about the freaks at the side. Maybe you do. I don't know. But uh, I kind of, when I see them on, it's like, oh, this is a fun little little freak show. And uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, it's gone. It's gone. I don't know. I don't think about them too much. Uh, but they're fascinating. They're like... Uh, it's like an exhibit every time I see them. They really are. I love when people come into the studio and I ask them about the Kardash- the Kardashians and they mm. play dumb. They're like, I, I don't know who they are. I don't know their names. <laughs> I can't pick one, honestly. I'm like, don't bullshit me. Like, you at least know Kim. Like, I at least know Kim. And I know, I, I, well, I know, and I, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, I, wa- I, I saw some of that series that Caitlyn Jenner did when that came out. Mm. That was, uh, it was interesting. It's interesting. I, I I think I was pretty stoned through most of it, so I don't remember too terribly much. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I'm, I I love uh, the idea of Kris Jenner. Oh, I love mm. the idea of her. She's she's In very magical. Sense? In the sense of just she's a she's an energy. She I feel like when she walks into the room, she she just all the energy goes to her. Yeah, she's like an energy succubus. I want her to be like my manager. I I would love her to be my, my manager. She's she's a witch. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, no. I I think I would have no. If I woke up as her, I'd have zero problem with that. I, I think. Yeah, Christian. That's about all the Kardashian I know. I don't know. Like, there's a Chloe and there's a Courtney. There's Ronnie. Ronnie's not a Rob. Oh, close. You have Rob, Kylie, Courtney, Chloe, Kendall. Okay, that's okay. Caitlyn. Kendall's the fun. I know Kendall. That name, Caitlyn. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I know of Caitlyn. I don't mean to sound like you're the guest, but I do. I I <laughs> don't know of Caitlyn. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm ashamed to say I I didn't know half of those people. I feel like you got to you got to brush up on your Kardashians. I, I I'll give I, you a one on one. Okay, I didn't realize the cast was so extensive. Oh yeah, they have like yeah, and then oh. you have all the 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 side pieces and the husbands and oh. the ex husbands, all the spinoff shit. Oh yeah, all the spin. Oh. They have like eight spinoffs. Oh my god! It's too much. So much money. So much money is going through that. It is, and then they have the wedding specials. Oh god, uh, we could talk about Kardashians for days. I think I can. <laughs> got to keep up. You got to uh, keep up with them. Yeah. I mean, people got to keep mm. up with you too. I mean, you've had you've been on quite a few shows lately. You have Stuff and Sam. You have Magic House on Full Screen. You have Famous Potter on Awesomeness TV. Oh yes, yes. I've been in a, a handful of things. I think I don't know. I get I get cast in the weirdest things. I I, I never thought like, like like the bigger I get on the internet, the more I find my typecast. A lot of oh, mm. you're that guy. You're that guy. I always get cast in like 
um, any any kind of weird or drug induced gay role <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, problematic or or mentally ill uh, oh. flamboyant type of person. I be, I keep getting these weird, colorful, twisted roles in in weird productions. Weird productions. Um, I did. I played Harry Potter in uh, the, James Franco's show. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you just said. Famous, famous Potter. Po- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that was an interesting experience. I was basically in very. I was in. I was wearing underwear. That's pretty much what he had me. And then I got had a crowd. I feel like over. most of his cast members just wear underwear around him. I feel like that's the case. It, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was his choice or what, but. Uh, uh, and then he had me crowd surf over a bunch of strangers I'd never met. And I was in a just underwear. And they, you can imagine crowd surfing. <laughs> Everyone has their hands all over you. And, uh, and that's how I, and that's, that was my first time working with them. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a way to do it, right? It when you meet James Franco. It's, it's, uh, I guess, I don't know. I've met him, I've met him so many times at random places. I ran to him at the arc light and then he shot the disaster artist where I, uh, where, uh, I live in Koreatown mm. and, uh, that's fun. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I just, and then, um, and then I was in that show. So very random turn of events. I keep running into him. Uh, but yeah, no, lots of shows. I've been doing a lot of random weird things lately. Stuff and Sam was a web series we just finished. It was a six-month project, which I was so happy. I didn't get a Christmas this year. I didn't get a Thanksgiving <laughs> or Halloween. We were just every week a new episode. 20 episodes, 20 weeks. Yeah. So how much a part of the creative process are you with these shows? Oh, I do. every. I'm I, every... Well... Uh, with, with, with shows like James Franco's thing and other like uh, other shows where I'm cast into them, obviously I'm just acting. But everything that pretty much has my face on the on the t- uh, you know on the cover of it, I, I directed it and I wrote it and I uh, usually edited it. If not, had an assistant editor. Wow. Who, yeah, Magic Funhouse. I, I had an assistant editor who did everything for me. Um, and I kind of got to be the you know the eyes over his shoulder, sort of like you know collaborating with him. Most of the time, no, I edit every everything I do. I edit um, and I write and I direct and yeah, because. When I started doing this, no one would cast me. I want to be an actor. No one would cast me. And then YouTube <laughs> you to came to create your own project. Right, right. And then I learned I fell in love with creating things. I love how easy it is. Everyone thinks it's so hard to make a video. And it's really not. You just have an idea and you find out how do we make this happen? How do we film it? And, and you then, Google the shit out of tutorials on how to yeah. like actually edit and Photoshop yeah. and... Yeah. No, yeah. It's everything. There's no excuse for anyone to not know how to do something these days. If they don't, true. if they claim they don't know, well, I don't know how. It's like, you, well, clearly you're either under a rock or you're just an asshole. Ask Surrey. I, or you're a lazy millennial. Lazy millennial. Yep. A pink lazy ass uh, millennial. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, no, I, it's, it's insane. People will always me- like message me like, how do you make videos? How do you, it's like, I started making videos when I had to make them on tape. Yeah. <laughs> like oh in, my God. in 2006 when we had to like, you had to import it off the tape and if the tape was scratched, your footage was fucked. You're screwed. Yeah. And, um, nowadays you can make an award winning movie with it, with the, you know, piece of shit you have in your pocket. And it's like. And you can edit it on there. Yeah, with your phone. It's crazy. Yes. yes. Every, every, the whole world is in our pockets. And we and, and I feel like most, uh, not to sound old, but most young kids don't understand that. Like, No. You realize... Well, because they didn't have the contrast of what it was right. like to not have that. Like, they just grew up right. with it. You know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day about growing up in Los... Like, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, one of the very few. And, mm-hmm. you know, how people come to Los Angeles and right. they geek out over it. Whereas, like, you know, Hollywood Boulevard and Disneyland, like, that, like right. I took all of those things for granted. The beach is right down the street and I never go. Yeah, same here. I never go to the beach. I can see it from my window. 
<laughs> never there never there um no i i will admit i go to hollywood boulevard quite a bit though sometimes really? i like to walk it just to walk it's it it's not very glamorous oh but i love i love that it's like <laughs> half trash and half glitz it's just this it's a beautiful combination there's no city quite like it maybe miami can come a little close but even that has a nice aesthetic to it this is kind of a grossly beautiful place hollywood yeah. and i i love it i love the shops i love the people it's like crazy people rich people foreign people mm, lots you know, of foreigners lots uh, of asian people with selfie sticks uh, Lots of selfie sticks. I know. Yeah, I've, I've, those are those those can be lethal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I love Hollywood is one one tourist attraction I'm always at. But but uh, no, I, I've like Santa Monica. There's no excuse for me not to ever go there. Yeah, and I'm never there. Were you, you were born in California, but not in Los Angeles, I, right? Is that that? Yes. Oh, I'm, in Los Angeles, you were born. No, in, no, no. Oh. I was like, I, no one ever knows where I'm born from. Whenever I do from. my research, I'm you, a professional. Uh, I yeah, I was born in. I was I was born and raised in the Bay Area, so not. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm a California native, but LA is a totally different beast than the, than the North. It's its own country. It really is. It really is. I and I kind of like. I kind of. I feel like I was born to be here, and it just because when I got here, I moved here when I was 23. And okay. it felt like I was finally home, you know, that, that feeling where I'm just like, okay, this is where I can breathe. This is my pace. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm an old soul that you, that died here one, one time. <laughs> <laughs> so you've impersonated a lot of different celebs yes. online. Have any of mm-hmm. them ever like reached out to you or have you ever had like an awkward run in with one of them that like was not expected? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did a parody of a, um, uh, the, the chef, uh, Auntie Fee. I did a couple of parodies of of her. Um, God rest her soul. She, I think she passed away last a year ago, two two years ago, but recently. And um, and yeah, it made me sad because I always wanted to. I was I was kind of pushing toward the direction of collaborating with her, like doing uh-huh. a, a parody with her in the parody. That would be funny. And uh, and it was it was just really sad when she when she passed away because it was. I don't know. It was. I've always been a huge fan of her, and she did see. She did see the parody. She she even called me out in a video, um, saying, "I don't. I don't think that she liked how I played her, but she was like, you do what you do, like whatever, <laughs> like keep doing it. Like you're a funny guy, but I don't talk like that.' <laughs> and, like, uh, and I, I don't know. Really, uh, that touched me. That she. That uh, at least she got a acknowledged you she acknowledged me it felt yeah. very very full circle um i haven't had any other celebrities reach out to me i i did a parody of um of uh donald trump right when he announced his candidacy and it's one of the top parodies if you google trump parody it's it's like i'd imagine someone as concerned as his health image as he is he must have seen it oh i'm i'm sure he did we did, it was like inside out that you know the pixar movie and i'm playing the emotions in his head as he's oh, announcing his funny. candidacy. And so, uh, so it's like going simultaneously with his speech. It zooms into his head and I'm like pulling the levers and justifying oh, why that. he's saying the shit he's saying during the speech. So I hope he's seen it. That's really creative. I like that. I hope he's seen it. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe some of the celebrities have seen them. None of them have reached out. Oh, fuck. I, I hope some of you have seen them. So do you think, you know, you do comedy, you do a lot of comedy mm-hmm. on, um, in your YouTube videos, videos, and now you're going on tour. Do you think that, like, the political or just social climate that we're in right now, that people mm-hmm. are just a little more sensitive? And do you kind of hold back a little bit in your humor, or do you just kind of go for it? I don't know. For some reason, everything I do, no one ever gets mad. And the more the more sensitive we get as a society, the more my market, you know, the, is, is bigger to corner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's I don't know, for some reason, 
no one ever gets upset with the videos. I think it's because they're so outlandish. And I do spend a yeah. lot of time making them. There's a level of quality I put into them. that They're not the greatest videos in the world, but I'm certainly not cutting them in two minutes. Um, and so I think people kind of enjoy, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why the videos do well, but 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 uh, it is nice to not be, because some YouTubers will say a joke and get, you know, just flamed for it. And uh, I don't know. I, I think as we get more and more sensitive, it's true. It can be more scary, but I don't know. I also think the more sensitive we get as a culture, the more refreshing it is to have a comedian that, that doesn't care. Yeah. Especially when we're in a world that we're of, of celebrities that care so much about their self image. Exactly. And I think it's, it's fun to be trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're some of Hollywood. I'm the Hollywood of like, I just love, I don't know. I, 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 no one, no one embraces trash. We're in the, like you said, the Kardashian period, yeah. the Trump period. You know, everyone's so self-image oriented. And it's, I mean, it's, hey, trash sells. Trash is oh, the does. way to go. It is, and it, and yeah, it all has to go somewhere. You know, <laughs> I'm into recycling, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I don't know. I, I'm not worried. In fact, I kind of like that we're getting more sensitive. It makes my stuff stand out a lot more. I like <laughs> so. that. That's an interesting way to look at it. Um, have you found that, like, as your following has grown, because you have a lot of followers now? Um, that you've gotten more haters in the comments no. or on Twitter? Oh, no, actually. I almost felt like I had more haters when I was a nobody on YouTube and I had no one following me. For some reason, I, like I said, I, I would have thought I, more people would hate me, but I, I've been very fortunate. The people who do watch the videos are the most loving group of people in the world. They're the nicest, kindest. You know, whenever I see them at Target, if anyone comes up to me in the street, wherever, they're very, very friendly and they're mm. very respectful. They're they're almost like too nervous to ask for a photo or Aww. they'll look at me like I was at Disneyland recently and there was this uh, girl with her family and she was looking at me very nervous. And so I just walked right up to her and I was like, you look like you know me. <laughs> and and uh, and for a moment, I almost shat myself because I thought, what if she doesn't? Oh. <laughs> what if she doesn't know who <laughs> I am? That would be a great story. It would. Be. So she did know who I was, and then I and then I asked if I could take a picture with her with her phone that she could post, <laughs> and that she could post on her social media. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, it was. Anyways, I just I everyone I, I've just been very fortunate. Everyone's very very friendly and sweet. So I love that. So your comedy tour kicks off at the Irvine Improv yes. this weekend, April eighth. Yes, April eighth at the Irvine Improv. It's, um, yeah, it's at 2 p.m. And um, yeah, it's at brandonrogerslive.com for tickets. Um, shameless little self-pluggy <laughs> plug. But yeah, brandonrogerslive.com. And I don't, it's, it's a kind of, I don't know, everyone asks what kind of show it is. Like, oh, it's a stand-up. It kind of is, but not really because there's, like, I'm, yeah. So I'm, what what is the show? It's a comedy show, but is it improv? Is it variety? Is it stand up? So it's kind of a little a little bouquet, a little gift basket of everything. Uh, I I figure, what do people want uh, to see when they come and see a YouTuber? Like, it, it, the burden is taking something that people love on YouTube and making mm -hmm. it live. And so I look at like, why do people watch my videos? What do they love from my videos? And I'm trying to sort of create an hour long stage experience that sort of emulates the sort of lunacy of of what the so. I've written a few songs that I'm performing and I'm doing, um, uh, I'm bringing out a few characters and I'm bringing people up on stage and, um, making, it's basically a, an hour long class on how to make a video essentially and how to mm. make a video the way we do. And so, um, we're going to be filming, uh, as we're, as we're doing the performance and, um, I'm going to be walking people from the audience as if they're actors in a video of mine. So it, it, yeah, it'll, I don't know what to call that. Uh, <laughs> but I can guarantee it's a lot better Is than it a one man show. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I have my cameraman, uh, Gabriel Gonzalez. He's he's up there with me kind of uh, orchestrating a lot of the things happening on stage. But uh, it's mostly, yeah, I'm, I'm 
talking or singing the whole time. <laughs> and uh, we've, yeah, we've been rehearsing it every day for like the last month. And I'm really, really, really excited. Um, I think it's kind of, at first I was scared to do it. And now I'm like more excited because I'm seeing it stand up on its own legs. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm really, really stoked. I hope it goes well. I'm sure it will. I mean, people love you. I was reading the tweets earlier and people like are, are really excited about it. Oh, well, I'm excited to see them. I really am. I, I haven't, I started doing live. I, I did live before I did YouTube. I was doing, I, I did uh, like, like a lot of theater and I did speech and debate in college. And um, I, I, you know, it's been years. It's been almost like seven or eight years since I've even been on a stage. And so it's like, I'm, I'm that's why I'm more excited now. I, I, yeah, and now it's like I'm, I'm going to be on stage in front of fans. Back then, I didn't have fans. These are like people that already love me, and so it's like it's like extra, like I'm just diving into it head first. So excited! Have you ever done stand up before? Any type of live performance? I did stand up. I tried doing stand up a while ago, about six or seven years, something like that uh, ago, and uh, it was in front of a room full of like twelve people, and they all hated it. <laughs> they all hated it. It is so grueling. I did it for two years a few years ago, and it is oh. like grueling. It is. It, when the, when you do that first joke at the top of your set and no one laughs, you're like, oh, well, you guys are going to love the rest of this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's insane. Did you hear in, uh, in LA? Uh, yeah, I did it here in LA. I've done uh, Comedy Store, Laugh Factory, Ice House. Oh. Um, I've done Gotham in New York. Like, I really tried to, like, really do you covered Get a lot my, of ground. That's, yeah. those, and those are like big clubs. Well, see, here's the thing. So I was strategic about how I did it. Okay. So I would, so like when I did the comedy store, mm-hmm. it was, um, it was like this this comedy organizer that was like trying to get as many different like new and up and coming comedians because he was trying oh. to put on his own show. So he would rent out the comedy store and then have comedians come in and sell tickets for him. Okay, that's so clever. I kind of yeah. So I kind of found those little or like the the Laugh Factory in Gotham. I um I do a lot of uh, charity work, so I organized fundraisers. Oh. And then since I was organizing the fundraisers, I made sure I got myself put on stage and uh-huh. that there are photos of me. At the Laugh Factory, at Gotham. So it's all about how you. Uh, that work is the game. resourceful. There, as there's some wit under these blonde locks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that you're you're a you're a brownie like me at heart. I know I <laughs> I saw a photo, um, but no, that's that's very clever. That's yeah, stand up is hard in L.A. I mean, it's it's where you do it when you want to. It's one of the cities you do it where you yeah. really want to be taken seriously, but it's also so competitive. It really is. Yeah, and there's a lot of like co-heckling from other comedians oh, and yeah. it's like oh god you again oh this guy's gonna rip me apart when i go on stage <laughs> like it's like you know who the assholes are and you start seeing the same people you're like mm. but yeah i i was too much of a I, I i couldn't do it i tried it once or twice and i was like oh god this is terrible i'm just gonna yeah. do videos where i can edit my deliveries <laughs> yeah it's rough no i same thing like i found that like yeah. editing videos and hosting was definitely more yeah. I mean, stand-up gives you such a rush, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm sure you'll see this once you're actually back doing live on stage again. It's just, it's such a rush that you yeah. can't compare it. Yeah, um, it's 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 impossible to compare it. it yeah, I, you're totally right. There's a reason why celebrities who can do amazingly, you know, huge films, oftentimes prefer to do stage work because there's a certain kind of a 
yeah, it's a joy to do it, to, to play, making a crowd smile that you can't quite get in a movie or TV show. And uh, hopefully we get that. Ho- hopefully they either laugh with me or at me. Hopefully everyone's <laughs> just in a good mood, at least. As long as they laugh, right? <laughs> as long as they're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I have some Twitter questions. Okay, let's... Stephanie let's on Twitter wants to know, what's going to happen to Magic Funhouse? Ooh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Well, uh, Magic Funhouse is uh, owned by uh, Super Deluxe, the production company that, that produced it. And uh, full screen is... as I mean, it's, they're off... They're, off uh, they're, they're no longer full screen media. Uh, the platform that Magic Funhouse was on. So uh, as far as I know, it belongs to Super Deluxe. And I know that if they uh, were to uh, find a new home for it or, or get, you know, for find a third season, anyone who'd want to host a third season, um, I believe I am... I think I'm on contract for another couple for two seasons, mm. two more seasons. So, so if it were to find a home, I, I don't know. I, the show's definitely... I mean, it, it's it's... It, not it's not dead, but it's it's kind of in this weird coma limbo. right now. Limbo. We don't know if it'll come back. We don't know, um, which is ironic because the character I play in that show isn't. He, he was in a coma for like twenty years, and so maybe, ironically, twenty years later <laughs> it'll come back. I don't know. It'd be like the Roseanne reboot. <laughs> the Roseanne reboot. I haven't seen that yet. Have you seen it? Is it good? I have. It's actually really it good. good. It's I was better hoping. Than I it was okay, good, good, good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, and the only people that hate it are the ones that haven't watched it. There we go. I think it's people who, because they're like, she's a Trump thing. Yeah, they're like, she's a, yeah. But it's like, when you really look at it, like, it's, it shows like the diversity in a family, you know, amongst different political views. You know what I do sometimes? What do you do? I listen to AM radio on conservative stations. What is that? AM radio. Just, just, yeah, right. What are they? Uh, I listen to conservative stations that talk about, like, that are like pro Trump just because I enjoy hearing an oppo- like opposing mm-hmm. points of view Smart. i really enjoy that and so i i uh i don't know i'm fascinated I'm more more fascinated now knowing that that i guess he's that her support for trump is also in her characters yeah. is a trump supporter yeah i'm curious to know how that goes i keep hitting the mic with my face are you getting <laughs> it okay good um yeah no i uh, yeah it looks good but anyways we're not here to talk about that bitch. this is my my hour <laughs> um nah wants to know yes. what's it what was it like working with sky williams oh sky he is well not a lot of people know this but sky williams and i go far back before either of us were even big on youtube ah. we, we we actually used to know each other um about 10 i want to say 10 years ago uh we we had a lot of mutual friends and we he was just one of those guys that i would just run into all the time and we we would uh we shared a lot of social circles and then he blew up on youtube and then i blew up on youtube and now we're working together 10 years down the line as totally different bigger people now and it's uh it's been a very fun relationship i've had with him he's a very dear friend of mine and this is the first time in 10 years i've had him in any of my videos so he is, yeah, it was, so, so to answer the question, it was more than fun. I had a great time. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't it nice to kind of see as you're becoming successful, your friends are also becoming successful and you guys can kind of share yeah. this together. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's what I really like about our generation is like, it's more collaborative and it's it less like competitive as you've seen in more traditional Hollywood. Yeah. Because I think also in traditional Hollywood, we're, we're, we're it's a shouting contest to get chosen. A lot of these, a lot yeah. of celebrities today are as big as they are promoting themselves. There's right. a lot of self to, to be to be famous today is a lot of you do the work you do you know i i've i've had to do things that 
you know, 20 years ago, a star would be like, well, fuck that. I'm yeah. not marketing that. I'm not doing And uh, I feel like, I don't know, that there is there is sort of a, a reward that comes with that. We're able to choose who we work with, a lot of us, more so than back in the day where people would cast us and choose and tell us who to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot more freedom, which means we get to create those relationships that with a longevity, 20 years, 30 years, you get to work with someone creatively. That's a beautiful relationship. It's almost better than a marriage, a happy one. And uh, no, I'm, I'm very, some of the people I work with, I've been working with for over 10 years the people guy who does my music i had he's made my music back in 2007 and so it's like um there is a prize that comes with maintaining a, a relationship with a friend or a colleague for a very long time you get creatively too you get to know each other's vibes you know he he or she knows what you were trying to go for when you say give me this or yeah. so i don't know i uh yeah so i'm very fortunate to be this age in this industry in this time period that's awesome so touching on that creative freedom i feel like i've heard a lot of other youtubers kind of come out and say that youtube has changed a lot and the game has changed a lot and now we have so many of these creators that are coming out just for kind of like clickbait you see you know people like logan paul who make a lot of headlines and who are kind of you know just doing this shock value type of videos um yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no. off with my look. What? No, 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 not at all. Like, what is your thought on the direction that YouTube has gone in and then having all of these mm-hmm. other creators that are kind of tarnishing that reputation? Let me tell you something, Zach. I'm going to call you Zach. Please do. Okay. <laughs> um, YouTube has changed. Okay. But the game has only changed to the people who play by the rules. Okay. Um, my opinion about it all is if you're good or, or if you're good at doing what you do, mm-hmm. The game should have no effect on your views because YouTube is not, it's not harder to find people. If you're looking for a YouTuber, it's not harder to find them. It's, it's, the game has changed True, What's popular has changed the vlog. It's like Vine had nowhere to go and they all moved to YouTube. And that's the YouTube has really adopted a lot of that ex Vine culture, you know, Logan Paul, Amanda Cerny, that whole crowd. Um, their, their influence is much stronger on YouTube. I feel like now, or that, that, that sort of, that, that type of influencer is a lot bigger on YouTube. Um, I've never been that kind of influencer and neither have other creators like how to basic. And yet people like him and I are, we're, we're going stronger than we've ever been in our, you know, in our whole career online. Um, so yes, the game has changed, but I've, I, I find that if you're true to your own work, whatever makes your vibe, your vibe, if you don't abandon that, um, the audience won't either. They, you know, they, 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 they and audiences, I believe in are, are a lot smarter. I know they're, they're a lot smarter than they, than they come across. Like, <laughs> I always say most people are too dumb to to know they deserve better. But the more I do this, the more I, I realize there are uh, – it's a vast majority of people on YouTube are like connoisseurs. And if you're making good content or at least content they like, then the game can change all at once. You know? All right. I'm into it. Okay. Cl- to close out the show, I want to yes. play a game of Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Yes. Exclusively use Twitter or exclusively use Instagram? Instagram for sure. Really? Yes. It's a Twitter with pictures. Are you kidding me? It's prettier. Better for interface. And I like the icon more on my home screen. I agree. Um, exclusively use Snapchat or Instagram stories? Instagram stories. Uh, if I ever use Snapchat, it's to it's because it has a filter that I liked better than Instagram. And then I post it <laughs> yes. on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, go on a date with Logan Paul or Jake Paul? Uh, Logan, because I don't know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm kind of uh, hungry for asshole, asshole <laughs> douchebag. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of craving that. Um, go on a vacation with Regis or Ellen. 
Uh, oh, oh, you got to do that to me. <laughs> uh, Ellen's Ellen's amazing, but Regis is cuter. Uh, Ellen, I'd have to say Ellen, but Re- I love Regis. I love it. Um, where can people go and follow you and get tickets to to your show? Oh, well, follow me and just Brandon Rogers. Type that in any kind of bar. Just you'll find something, I'm sure. But then for my show, Brandon Rogers Live. Just remember, Brandon like Brandon Lee, Rogers like Mister Rogers, and Live like um like uh live with kelly and michael there we go or regis <laughs> or regis well he's bless he, his soul is he he's still alive he's still alive right yeah oh my god i love that you said find me in the bar whereas like <laughs> 10 years ago that would have been a completely oh, different meaning what bar which bar <laughs> uh, i sound like an alcoholic and where can they buy tickets to your show brandon rogers live brandon rogers live dot com dot, dot com. com not edu not org uh none of the other dot com is the one i've chosen and first show is april 8th at the irvine improv irvine improv april 8th i'm also hitting up west Nag, new york and uh, addison texas houston and san jose i love it thank you thank you Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Um, be sure to check out Brandon's show. Go follow him on YouTube and Instagram and all, all the places. Just type his name into the bar and he'll pop right up. The bar. <laughs> Don't forget to check out his show. Again, his first show is this weekend. April 8th at the Irvine Improv. Um, also, don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach, Z-A-C-K, but you guys should be doing that by now. Don't forget to subscribe to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter and leave us a nice review because you love me and you want to give me five stars. Um, I will be back in just a bit because we have two episodes this week. But in between then, go follow Roger and buy tickets to his show right now. Okay, bye. 